I saw this morning an article uh, saying that there were 660,000 cars that GM had recalled due to a child seat safety problem. That's not the only uh, batch of cars out there with a recall. To talk about how that's impacting people here in North Carolina and across the country, I bring in Patrick Olson from Carfax. Patrick, thanks for being on the show. Thank you, Nate, for having me. Do we have an influx of cars being uh, under recall, or is it just me seeing articles for the first time in a while and being like, wow, that's a lot of cars being recalled? Well, I think the the rate of recall has been high for several years, but there definitely have been in just the last few weeks several new recalls uh, that matter. For us at Carfax, we've been looking at uh, do not drive and park outside recalls. And as of May 1st, we had more than 2.5 million nationwide. Since then, we've seen about 300,000 added to that number. And what exactly do you mean when you say a park outside recall? Sure. So a park outside recall is one where the automaker and the federal government say, not only should you not park it in your garage, we rather you didn't park it next to your garage. And frankly, if you can do it, don't park it next to any structure because the risk of fire is just that high. For do not drive recalls, um, the owners are warned to literally park their car. The automaker will, will provide a tow truck to take it to a dealership, get it fixed for free, and get it back to you. So these are very severe recalls. Yeah, those would be pretty substantial things under the hood that could just catch fire. Yeah, Absolutely. And then we see things like uh, with GM, 660,000 cars due to a child safety, uh, child seat safety issue. What does that typically look like? I mean, that's you don't, you don't have to park your car outside for that. How significant of a recall is that? Well, I, if you've got kids and you've got a child seat to put into a car, it's very significant. There's an issue with the way that the latch then holds on to the child seat, and it's uh, very difficult in that situation to make a strong connection. Um, and so if you've got a kid in a child seat, you want to make sure the latch connector, which is what that is called, works extremely well so that, you know, God forbid you're in a, in a crash, your kid is held you know, tightly in place and not, does not become thrown around the cabin of your vehicle. When we started the call, you said that you feel like over the past few years, there has been an increase in recalls. Tell me about that. Sure. So over the last 10 years or so, particularly... You know, the most famous one is Dakota Airbags. Um, it is the largest recall in U.S. history, affecting, you know, tens of millions of cars from 19 different automakers um, in this country. And certainly I think that has been on top of mind for a lot of people. But one of the reasons we're talking about it now at Carfax is it is so alarming that there's still 2.5 million of these do not drive and park outside. So I suspect that some owners become um, get recall fatigue, where when they see a notice, they think, oh, you know, this doesn't apply to me, or they think it's a marketing scam or an extended warranty offer, um, and they're not responding to it as much as they as they can and they should. Yeah, what does it look like when you are a car owner and your car gets a recall? How do they communicate with you? Well, by law, um, recall notices have to come in first-class mail, which unfortunately is not the primary means of communication for most adults these days. And it says very clearly on a you know urgent situation, this is something you must address. Um, but I just feel like people tend to overlook it. And, of course, there's a segment of uh, people who, for whatever reason, their car is their livelihood. And so they may be unwilling or unable to give up their car for long enough to get it repaired. That's a fair point. And also, just thinking about mail, I mean, certainly, at least for me, and I'm I'm a younger adult, I would say. And, yeah, mail is not the top uh, place where I would search for something that important. If I knew my car had to be parked outside or else it might set my garage on fire, I'd want to know in a place other than just the mail. 
Yeah, I, I can see that. And frankly, that's one of the things we do at Carfax is we have a Carfax car care app that is completely free. You can't buy anything in it. But if you register your car there, we will tell you if you get a recall. If you haven't opened a recall now, or if you get one in one, three, five years, as long as you own the car, we will keep you up to date on whether there are any recalls there. So that's a much more, you know, it's right in your phone. It's where you know people live these days. That's a good tool. I'm curious. I'm just trying to uh, ask the questions that someone who doesn't know too much about cars would probably want to know. Let's say I have a recall on my car. I get the notice from you guys, or I actually do happen to look in the mail, and it's right on top, and I don't throw it out and actually read it. Mm-hmm. And say it's a if it's a park outside issue, like you know, keep it away from your house, a significant recall. What's the process that I go through to actually get the recall fulfilled? Sure. The first thing I would do is call the local dealership that is the brand of your car. Um, you know, if you've got a Ford Mustang, you want to call Ford or a, your local Ford dealership and set up an appointment. And they have service bays. They know these recalls are out there, and the automakers want to get these recalls fixed. Um, so they'll set you up with an appointment for as soon as they can get you in. Um, and usually they don't. They usually don't take that long. You know, uh, from an hour to two hour tops, um, and they'll turn around. And again, they do all that work for free. There is no obligation at all to the owner. Yeah, that's the key thing. Recall legally, they can't charge you a dime. So I guess that would be a red flag if they try to charge you for fixing a recall. Does that happen? Yes. Uh, Not to my knowledge. Yeah, (laughs) that'd be a serious legal issue. Um, Any any further advice for someone with these recalls, uh, making sure that their car doesn't have one against it, maybe someone has no idea? Sure. So one thing you can do just to check quickly is go to carfax.com slash recall and plug in your vehicle identification number or even easier, just your license plate number, and we will tell you for free whether or not you have a, an unfixed recall right now. The other thing to do, though, is I, I'm, I fear there are some people out there who got a recall and actually saw it and paid attention to it, but it's been months or years. And so at this point, they're thinking, hey, you know, nothing's happened, so I must be in the clear. And honestly, nothing could be further from the truth. That does bring up a, another question that's popped up in my mind. Say your car had a recall from, like, 2002. You own an older car. Yeah. Is there a point where the free repair for a recall expires if you wait too long? No. If you have a recall on your car, the work will be done for free. There you go. His name's Patrick Olson. He's with Carfax talking recalls with me. Patrick, thanks for being on the show.